And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Hello everyone, and thanks for tuning in. I'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsors, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We at Ruinous use Isotope plugins for all of our audio production and podcasts. To learn more and save 10% on software products, visit isotope.com ruinous and enter the promo code RUIN10, R-U-I-N-1-0. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. Enjoy the show. Hi, Alicia. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm here in Seattle. It's sunny, which oh. is kind of rare. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. It's super rainy over here. Where are you? Nashville. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think last it's... year we got more rain than Seattle, it said. Oh, really? Yeah. So how's everything going? What's your day look like these days during the pandemic? Well, I mean, recently, since the record came out Friday, it's been just interviews all the time and like signing stuff and sending it off. And that's been a lot of it. Uh, I'm ready to start writing again. I'm like excited to get going on that because since the pandemic it's just been figuring out promo and everything for the record and like the bio and the album artwork and all that stuff so i'm excited to get back into that but it's kind of just been business as usual minus the world ending yeah how's your family doing uh my family's doing okay my family's all over um i have a sister in australia a sister in north carolina a brother in washington dc 
a mom in Florida and a dad in Chicago. So everybody's just all over the place. Yeah. How's your family? They're good. We've just been here in Seattle. Nice. Um, have you been to any marches in Nashville or protests or anything? I haven't been to any of the marches because of COVID, but mm-hmm. I've uh, put like a number of donations towards Nashville black activists, organizations and communities and just been trying to do that instead of going to the protests. Yeah. I'm pretty paranoid about it. I really haven't gone out much at all. Um mm-hmm just during everything because I don't really want to risk it, but yeah. Is it pretty active still there in Nashville? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they were going on pretty heavily around the George Floyd shooting and a good number of them have kept going, which is awesome. There's this organization called teens for equality in Nashville. That's been hosting a lot of them and they're just super badass and getting a lot of work done. And it's really cool to see them kind of taking over and and taking charge. Um, But yeah, they've been in charge of a number of them uh, so far. So it's really cool to see. Yeah, I hope and I don't think that the movement is dying, but it just feels like, you know, some of the public protesting is is kind of, it's not as vast as it was initially. Yeah. as, As it goes. Yeah. Since then, have you have you noticed any significant changes in in Nashville or your behavior or other people's behavior subsequent to the the marches? In people, I think everybody is more active, which is good. Like, like it's really has been going on. You know, this has been an issue for so long. It's like I'm glad people are becoming aware of it. I think they just need to like keep up with it and stay aware and figure out what they can do and maybe consider like a monthly donation instead of just like a one-time thing and not just have it be like a flash in the pan and have it be a consistent thing. But I have seen, like I said, like the teens for equality kind of come out of the woodwork and a lot of just like the younger generations really pulling a lot of the weight and it's, just really reassuring to see kids getting together such big important movements in Nashville it's just super inspiring so like I said I mean watching that has been great um a lot of and and it was weird too because the tornado hit right before the pandemic which was then before the George Floyd shooting so there I feel like there's been like a good sense of community has been strengthening here since the tornado. I've just seen things pick up since that and everybody kind of coming together. So yeah, everyone in Nashville has been stepping up for a long time. Um, Everyone does a good job of sharing resources and information and, and keeping everything up to date. I know like the people's budget coalition has, has been awesome to kind of actually have a place that you can keep up with, where the money is being spent, how much of it is being spent, how much is going to the, you know, police. I think there was like $10 million or something of Nashville's taxpayers' money going to uh, the horses' stables for the police. Yeah, and it's just like, how about we get some more affordable housing or like some mental health help there? Uh, So it's cool to kind of have that stuff be amplified now. 
Um, One thing that kind of dawned on me later is that organization, which is important to this movement, has really, people have really learned how to organize, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's your neighbor figuring out how to tell the rest of your neighbors where all the money's going or, you know, or trying to get people together to do a small march or, um, I think it's kind of a refresher course and organization for some people who didn't really have their finger on the pulse of, of this movement. Yeah. I mean, in some of that information, they just try and keep under wraps and make it hard to find. Even, even exactly. with like voting, I just went in and voted the other week and like digging up candidates and all their backgrounds. They just make it really taxing they don't make it easy so it's like cool to see even instagram accounts or people breaking down kind of like cheat sheets for the election and who stands for what instead of yeah. like you being redirected to five different websites and like you know trying to figure out who who there is to vote for what they stand for where you can vote if you can early vote it's like not it should be so much easier than it is and when everybody works together and amplifies stuff like that it just makes it a lot more it makes change a lot more accessible yeah yeah voting is for most people that i know that seems to be the one of the bigger new stresses that's coming on it's just mm -hmm. the idea that people can't vote or are being prevented to vote is fucking insane yeah it's horrible it's yeah it's a nightmare it can't be true, you know, and we have to make sure it's not true. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, um, outside of, uh, outside of the news and, uh, all these current events, have you been reading or watching anything? I watched Our Planet, which I really liked. Have you watched Our Planet? No. What's that? Um, it's just like a docu-series that's kind of like a, I mean, it's kind of like an animal planet, but about our planet. Yeah. <laughs> and that's cool to see. I, I mean, it's a little bit of a bummer because it touches a lot about climate change or shows you the effects of it, but it's really cool to watch um do you watch any rock docs <laughs> i haven't watched any recently i've seen a lot Neither have I. Yeah. <laughs> um i just like i want to see more of like bands that i actually like unless that unless of like led zeppelin the doors like rolling stones rock docs but mm -hmm. um I did just find out that Pen15 is coming back with a second season in September, and that's like one of my favorite shows of all time. So I was, that right. was very good news. What about you? Have you been watching anything? I just started watching the show called Midnight Diner, and that's a Japanese Ooh. show. The, the set is like a miniature version of Cheers, but it's as if Jim Jarmusch was <laughs> directing it. And, and it all takes place in a tiny diner that's open from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., I believe. And um, it's this very slow, kind of cute, and very weird. It's really great. That's awesome. I Stranger Than Paradise is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. The other thing with this show is it's slightly food-oriented, so they have a little bit of like 
he makes really simple food in his diner, but it's all like amazing looking. And you know, it's, sometimes it's mm -hmm. just an omelet. And as the credits roll, they feature how to cook it. It's either making an omelet or shaving bonito flakes, or it's it's really kind of a fun show. And I usually fall asleep watching TV, and I cannot fall asleep watching the show. I actually have to turn it off. When people can make really simple things like an omelet look really good, it's such a skill. Like I, there's been times where I've read through Haruka Murakami books, and he like can make a cucumber seem like the most desirable food in the planet. Oh. You're just like reading it. You're like, yeah. Why is this cucumber sounds so good right now? Just the way he's like describing yeah. it being cut up. And it's, yeah, I love that. Um, been reading anything? No, I have a book that I've been bringing around. I don't even remember what it's called. It was like, I just kept bringing it around thinking I was going to read it, but I haven't. Um, I do that. No, I, I haven't been reading anything I should be, but I'm reading the Mark Lanigan book finally. It's really good. But it's it's rough. Rough life that guy. Why? Drugs? Uh mostly drugs. Uh, and having not the greatest childhood. Did you ever read Patty Schimmel's Hit So Hard? I didn't. I read yeah. that in like two days and it is yeah, it was very dark and I couldn't put it down. It was just like Patty and Mark are probably not, they're not just contemporaries. I bet they're friends. I'm just waiting for her to come up in the story. So, uh, so I, I assume you were planning on going out and supporting Sugar Egg. Did that all get canceled? Or yeah, postponed? it's just postponed indefinitely. Yeah. It's been really weird trying to like redirect the platform, especially with it being such like, an energetic, you know, rock record. It's like not something that translates super yeah. easily to singer songwritery. So it is like so much effort into making it sound like a 16th of as good. It's just like so much more work right. and it still sounds like shit. But, uh, have you done many, many live streams? Um, yes, I have. And I don't know. They just don't sound great but that's just my opinion it's just like every live stream you do different things for different blogs but like different mediums and different like formats and different video formats and it's just like it sounds so easy like you think like oh just plug up and play like two songs but it's like so much more time consuming than just popping into a radio station and doing something um because you're having to do all of it yourself and uh yeah i mean i just i feel like people have been really really supportive so far and i just hope people like kind of realize that artists and indie rock bands like make a living on tour so hopefully they'll buy records now to like counter counteract that but yeah well in lieu of unfortunately people not seeing you this year live um I'm going to play Where to Start. Great. Um, all right, here we go.
All right. I love that song. Thanks. Where'd you record it? That one? Well, it was actually, it ended up being a little different than I had anticipated. So I went to Pachyderm in Minnesota, in Cannon Falls, Minnesota, and recorded what I thought would be Sugar Egg. I did like 14 songs and was going to cut two or three. Um, but then I came back with it and just sat with it, talked to my manager about it, and just decided to try writing a few more just to kind of round it out. Mm-hmm. So I wrote on, started like Where to Start and Let You and stuff on bass to kind of change it up because I had been doing a lot of guitar before. And I went to Palace Studios in Toronto, recorded another four songs, and that was one of them. And then that ended up being the single. Hmm. You're an audio engineer, right? Mm-hmm. Do you record your own? Do you demo your own music? Do you prefer to record your own music? Yeah, I did all the engineering, mixing, and production of the first and second record. And then this one had John Congleton do because I had more writing stuff um, that I was going to do. And I just wanted help and I didn't want to. I wanted to like have a somewhat enjoyable experience and make it like a little less stressful yeah. than it could be. So, um, but yeah, I did all my demos here for it and I'll just like do it into Pro Tools and then I'll, you know, record like seven different lead guitar lines and then come back a week later and see which ones I like and I can have it all up and kind of do as much as I want with it. So I pretty much went into the studio with like the tracks were like, ready to go or I knew exactly every line and then I would like I have videos of everything that I play with or videos of like my hands doing it so that when I forget by the time I get in there I can look them up because I don't know like I'm not a very music theory oriented person so I don't I don't know if what I'm playing are chords half the time so I just like do videos of them and see man that is smart (laughs) <laughs> it's, I, it's a lot. I just I just had to learn a bunch of songs. Um, I can kind of play guitar and other instruments, but I primarily play drums. And I do that when I play drums, and I've never done that when I play guitar, and it's so hard for me to remember stuff. Yeah. Why don't I do that? Yeah, you got to video yeah. it. I don't know. You got to video yeah. it. That's great. Um, have you been listening to anything on repeat in the last week or so? Got any new tunes you're psyched on? Like the past year, I've been listening to Birthday by the Sugar Cubes nonstop. I don't know why. It's just like, I don't know. I just like can't stop listening to it. Um, And I really also listened to a lot of Land of Talk. There was one of her records called Some Are Lakes was like all I listened to for a year. And she recently has been releasing music and so I've like been revisiting that record or I listened through it the other day and I was like and this really holds up nice. but and I talked with uh Bob Mould for um Talk House podcast mm-hmm. so I read his book before I did that and had never really dug into sugar yeah. until after his book so I I've been listening to that a lot as well Copper Blue is one of my favorite sounding records of all time it's yeah just a fucking amazing sounding record yeah it's great what about you any recommendations uh what have i been listening to i you know i there is one song that i've been listening to kind of like you over the last year called sunny by bobby hebb 
and it's like uh, 65 or something, 66 song. It's just killer, simple, kind of R&B jam. Um, I've been listening to this Bob Dylan song called Series of Dreams, and it's just kind of one part through the whole song, and it's Mm -hmm. kind of hypnotic. One of Mariah Carey's songs one time was playing in the van on tour, Mm -hmm. and I think it was like heartbreaker like one of her hits or something and i was listening and i realized the song like the the beat is exactly the same the whole time the only thing that changes is her vocal melody and anytime i realize stuff like that i'm like that is so cool it's like they're pranking everybody it's just like the song is not changing except for the vocal melody and it's that good that it's the only thing that has to change i love that um i've been listening to sugar egg a lot in the last week or so and i couldn't figure out what it reminds me of and i listened to it this morning and i'm not sure it it reminds me of it exactly now that i've listened to it but there's this band called pure joy from seattle your record kind of reminds me of it it's pretty good their record carnivore is really killer okay i think they went on to other bands like flop or something but yeah wow flop's a good band name yeah that's a really good band yeah Um, I do have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. What do you do to get through the day? What can you offer people to get through the day? Recently, I've been looking at My Modern Met, which is just like a website of like cool, weird art that people are doing. Mm. That's like all kind of nice to look at. It's all like positive stuff that you don't think about. And I've been doing that, and then I've been, I hate running, but I've just been running to get outside. Um, And it's, like, the only thing that, like, gives me a serious sense of relief right now. But that, and then meditating, yeah, which is, like, everybody hears all the time, but really it actually does make a big difference. Yeah, as much as I hear it, which you're right, you hear about it all the time, I still haven't gotten myself to do it. You got, yeah, just get headspace or something and do, like, 10 minutes a day, and it just... If you're like an impulsive person like I am, it's it really helps. Um, all right. Well, hey, I'm going to let you go. Thanks again. Um, yeah. Thanks. Good luck with the rest of the year, and we hope to see you on the road somewhere, hopefully in Seattle at a show. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we'll all right. see. All right. Thanks Take- for having me. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye.
I go. <laughs>